Hi guys, welcome back to Reveal Truth with Zanita Anna. This is your host, Zanita Anna, and I'm going to be talking to you. Um, we're still coming to the same topic, slow obedience is disobedience, and this subtitle is Obedience is Better Than Sacrifice. So today I'm actually going to be reading the scripture to you. Um, it is a bit long, so I, I do ask that you just bear with me. Um, I promise it's most definitely going to be something that you need to hear because when I read it, it was like, oh my Lord, thank you for the revelation. All right. So, you know, we're going to start this thing off just like we always do. We're going to go ahead and begin prayer. So Heavenly Father, we thank you. I thank you for this moment. I thank you for your guidance, for your love, for your direction. Lord, I thank you for your favor over my life, Lord. I thank you for your peace, your patience that you give me, Lord. I know that I'm still a work in progress, and I know that you still you are still wanting to use me in this season. And I thank you for still wanting to use me in this season, even though I haven't always fully obeyed what you said when you told me to, Lord, I thank you for giving me another chance to be able to walk in the steps of obedience and be doing something that's pleasing to you, Lord. Thank you for giving me a voice. Thank you for giving me the voice for your people to spread the gospel and the good news and the revelation of your truth, of your message that you want to be delivered to your children, Lord. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your patience with me as my father, Lord. I know that I'm I'm sometimes I'm not always there, Lord, and I don't always understand why I'm supposed to do certain things or why I'm supposed to be in certain rooms or talking to certain people or I don't even know why I have to say certain things or you know. So Lord, I just thank you for still working on me still wanting to use me in my season of, you know, really just getting my flesh under control, Lord. Thank you for the Holy Spirit power to be able to get my flesh under control and under submission of the Word of God, under submission of the Holy Spirit, under submission of the blood of Jesus in alignment with the assignment that God has called me to and for. Lord, thank you for not taking your hand off my life and telling me that you don't want to use me and that you hate that you ever created me, Lord. So I just thank you for giving me revelation, Lord. I thank you for giving me understanding, Lord. I thank you for using me in the most amazing way, Lord. I thank you. We thank you, Father God. Um, Let this word go forth with, with Holy Spirit power, Lord. Um, We just thank you. We honor you. You are awesome, Lord. You are mighty. We just, Lord, I'm just grateful. And I ask that you speak through your scripture as well as you speak through my mouth. You speak through my voice, Lord. You speak through my heart. You pierce anything that'll try to keep me from speaking out of my own selfish ambition, my own selfish ways, Lord. And I just ask that you you allow the Holy Spirit to come out of me so that he may speak and deliver the word to your people the way you see fit, Lord. 
And I thank you, Lord, for your for your presence and your grace, Lord. In Jesus name. Amen. All right. So we are going to go ahead and get into it. I'm going to be reading out of first Samuel 15 um, verse one is where I'm starting from. I am going to be skipping down, you know, within the, the text. So if you would want to pull up your Bible, um, hey, I would recommend it. So that way, you know, you don't take my word for it. You can see the word of God for yourself to see this is what the Lord has said. All right. So first Samuel 15 verse one says one day Samuel said to Saul, it was the Lord who told me to anoint you as king of his people, of his people, Israel. Now listen to this message from the Lord. Samuel is telling Saul, this is what the Lord of heaven's armies has declared. I, this is what God is saying now. I have decided to settle accounts with the nations of Amalek for opposing Israel when they came from Egypt. This is the assignment for Samuel. I'm sorry, the assignment for Saul. Now go and completely destroy the entire Amalekite nation. Men, women, children, babies, cattle, sheep, goats, camels, and donkeys. So that was that was 1 Samuel 15, 1 through 3. So I'm going to jump down to 1 Samuel 15, 8. He says, Saul captured... Agag, the Amalekite king, but completely destroyed everyone else. Saul and his men spared Agag's life and kept the best of the sheep, goats, cattle, fat, calves, lambs, everything. In fact, that appealed to him. They kept everything that appealed to them. They destroyed only what was worthless or of poor quality. Then when we jump down to 1 Samuel 15, it says, Then the Lord said to Samuel, I am sorry that I ever made Saul king, for he has not been loyal to me, and he has refused to obey my command. Samuel was so deeply moved when he heard this that he cried out to the Lord all night. So I'm going to jump down to verse 13. It says, When Samuel finally found Saul, he Saul greeted him cheerfully. May the Lord bless you, he said. I have carried out the Lord's command. Then Samuel said to Saul, Then what is all this bleeding of sheep, goats, and all the lowering of cattle I hear? Samuel demanded, It's true that I have spared the best of the sheep, goats, and cattle. That Saul, this is what Saul is confessing. He said, But they're going to be sacrificed to the Lord. We have destroyed everything else. Then Samuel says to Saul, Stop! Listen, this is what the Lord told me last night. He says, although you may think little of yourself, are you not the leader of the tribes of Israel? The Lord anointed you king of Israel and the Lord sent you on a mission. And he told you go and completely destroy the sinners, the Amalekites until they are all dead. Why haven't you obeyed the Lord? Why did you rush for the plunder and do what was evil in the Lord's sight? Then Saul said, but I did obey the Lord. I carried out the mission he gave me. I brought back King Agag, but I destroyed everybody else. Then my troops, they brought in the best sheep, goats, and cattle, and the plunder to sacrifice to your Lord, to the Lord your God in Gilgal. 
Then Samuel told him, he said, what is more pleasing to the Lord, your burnt offerings and sacrifices or your obedience to his voice? Listen, obedience is better than sacrifice and submission is better than offerings, offering the fat of rams. He said rebellion is as sinful as witchcraft and stubbornness as bad as worshiping idols. So because you have rejected the command of the Lord, he has rejected you as king. Then Saul admitted, yes, I have sinned. I have disobeyed your instructions and the Lord's commands for I was afraid of the people and did what they demanded. Now, that when I read that, I know it was a lot to take in. I do know that. And I'm thankful that y'all still with me. I know it was a lot to take in. And I know that sometimes when we get the word, when we get the word of God, we want to do what, you know, we want to do the part that we like the most, you know. But sometimes there will be a part of that word where it's like, God, I'm going to do this my way. But as we look at the text and we see, anytime we don't follow God's instructions to the T, we out of line. We out of alignment with God and we displeasing. He said, that's, that's, he said, rebellion is as sinful as witchcraft and stubbornness is as bad as worshiping idols. When I read this, I thought about myself. When I read this, I thought about my disobedience to God. When God tell me to do something and I do partially what he said, you know what I mean? I thought about how I don't always do what God tells me to do to the T. I thought about how God will tell me, you need to fast. And I'm like, mm, God, I'm going to fast next week. Or I'll fast and then I'll stop fasting. And then I'll start and then I'll stop. And he'd be like, and you need to fast the whole 21 days. And I'm like, mm, God, I fast. You know, it's, mm, it's my birthday. I'm not going to fast on my birthday, Lord. You just, it's my birthday. I just can't. I'm going to fast the day before my birthday. But on my birthday, I'm going to eat what I want to eat. And then I'm going to fast after my birthday. This partial obedience. You know, and and we can understand that. Even though he said he was going to offer something up to God, God was like, I would rather you listen to my instructions. I would rather you obey my command before you try to offer me something. That's like me telling my daughter, hey, clean your room, wash the dishes, take out the trash. And my daughter say, oh, I'm going to just buy you something from the store. I, I would rather just, I'm going to just get you something out the store. Or I'm going to just do something nice for you, mama. And then the room not clean, the dishes not done, the trash not taken out. I'm going to be highly upset because, number one, I didn't ask you for nothing out of the store. Just like God didn't ask him to sacrifice anything to him. I, I, I do believe that if God wanted something from him to be sacrificed, God would have said, hey, and then you sacrifice this to me. After you do what I said, and I'm not I'm not even I'm not even I don't even know if 
if he would have obeyed and killed everybody off the top, if he would have been able to be like, if God would have been able to say to him, or not able, because God is able, but if God would have told him, hey, now y'all keep whatever y'all got. He was so worried about getting the stuff that he wasn't even obeying to the full. He said completely. Completely means totally. Completely means totally. And 100%. Completely means totally. 100%. All fully, wholly. Like, he didn't, he didn't completely obey God. He didn't, he didn't listen to the whole, he didn't listen to the whole commandment. Or not commandment, but command. Like, he didn't listen. He did what, he, he did the part he wanted to do. He did what he wanted to do. He was like, mm, maybe. Completely means totally, entirely. Thoroughly, fully, utterly, absolutely, all together, 100%, all the way, every inch. And the opposite of completely means partially. And that's exactly what he did. He partially obeyed. He did, I killed, I killed everybody, but I saved him. And then he said, but I did what he said. So let's go down. Let's go down to, let's go down to, let's go down to, let me see. I'm going to, I'm going to take us to, he said, first Samuel 15, 26 says, but Samuel, well, he asked, Saul said, please come back with me. So that way I can worship the Lord with you. And Samuel's like, I'm not going with you. Since you rejected the Lord's command, the Lord has rejected you. God, I don't want nothing to do with you no more because you didn't listen. And Samuel said, as Samuel turned to go, Saul tried to hold him back and he tore the hem of his robe. And Samuel told, and Samuel told him, the Lord has torn the kingdom of Israel from you today. And he has given it to someone else who is better than you. And he who is the glory of Israel will not lie, nor will he change his mind. For he is not human that he should change his mind. So that means God was like, I made up my mind and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not finna change my mind. I said what I said and I'm not finna change my word. I'm not changing. I'm I'm not finna do something that I said I'm done with you. And when God God makes His no mean no and His yes mean yes, God said I'm done with you. I'm done. You was disloyal. I'm not fooling with you no more because you didn't listen. And so He said we're gonna bring it down to 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 verse thirty three, or I'm gonna start at thirty two. So, okay, so after after he was like, he found out that God was done with him, um, Samuel went ahead and he agreed to, you know, basically go with him and, you know, pray before the Lord and worship God. And then this is this is after the worshiping. Um, Samuel said, bring King, bring King Agag to me. And Agag arrived, arrived full of hope for he thought surely the worst is over.
and that he was spared. But Samuel said, as your sword has killed the sons of many mothers, now your mother will be childless. And Samuel cut Agag to pieces before the Lord at Gilgal. He said, then Samuel went home to Ramah and Saul returned to his house at Gibeah of Saul. I'm not probably not saying that right, but y'all know y'all can look at it. And he said, verse 35 says, Samuel never went to meet with Saul again, but he mourned constantly for him. And the Lord was sorry he had ever made him king of Israel. Like, that mean, like, God didn't want no, no, no more to do with him. God was done with him at that point. At that point, God was like, no, because you don't listen. And I don't want to do, I don't want to deal with you. I don't want to deal with you because you don't listen to me. And I, and I can understand that. And 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 I and I can understand that. And 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 if you need more scripture to to let us understand how important listening to God is, we're gonna take it to Second Corinthians ten. It says, "We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and we teach them to obey Christ." It's important. It's important for us to obey the Lord. And it's very much important for us to obey immediately. Like, it's very important. Like, I'm giving you this word right now. And it's something like, when it it hits your ears, we're supposed to listen. So, let's say, I'm going to use an example. I'm just going to keep it all the way 100. Let's just keep an example for me. If I hear the word of God and it says, hey... You're not supposed to, mm, let's say, you're not supposed to lie, cuss, steal, whatever, whatever. You just fill in the blank of whatever you know you're not supposed to do. And I'm talking to you, and let's say you didn't know before. You didn't know at first. You were ignorant to what you was doing. You didn't have no clue to what you was doing was wrong. But when we, once we hear, once we hear something, we're supposed to immediately get right. That's like, you know what I'm saying? That's like going down the right road, learning how to drive. You don't know which right is the coming lane and which right, the lane is the going lane. But once you find out, oh, you're not, you, the coming lane, the coming lane is on the left and the going lane is on the right. You got to get in the right lane. You're not going to keep driving down the wrong lane. When you know the right lane to go down, that's the same thing. When when we hear when we hear something, whether it's a command, whether it's correction, direction, instruction, you know what I'm saying? It's it's cause for us to to get ourselves back in alignment. And just the simple fact that he went out there and he did what he wanted to do. He literally did what he felt he wanted to do. He was so ready to get the the jewels or whatever the, the you know the 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 plunder of you know reaping the benefits, so to speak. He was so ready to reap the benefits of what he was fin. You know what God said he had power and authority to go ahead and go and do. He went in. He stopped worrying about what God said. He missed the whole thing. God said, "Kill everybody. Don't leave nobody." 
Everybody got to go. And he, he kept the king. He said, I'm going to save him. Why? What was the point in that anyway? Like, what was going through that man's head for him to say, oh, I'm going to just take this little piece of the scripture? Or not even the scripture, because, you know, this is the scripture that we're reading, but that's how we do. That's how we do. I'm going to just take this little piece of the scripture, and I'm going to go with this, but I'm not going to do that part. Oh, God said, um, love, love, uh, love myself and love others, but I'm not going to forgive. Like, that's partial obedience. You, you can't just take what you want to hear from God and, and, and do it. You, we got to follow through the whole thing. We've seen that it's not, it's not good to, it's not good to partially obey what God is saying. It's not good to not obey him at all. You know what I'm saying? So basically, partial obedience is just like disobedience. If you do it halfway or some of the way, you're still doing it wrong because you ain't did what I told you to do. So it's basically saying, God is basically saying, slow obedience is disobedience, but partial obedience is also disobedience. And obedience is better than sacrificing anything to me. If you want to sacrifice anything, sacrifice your 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 will to say, I don't want to do that. Give it to God and say, Lord, I, I'm going to do it because you said it. I don't know why, but you said it. I don't understand why, but if you say so, you got to give that to God. You got you to gotta tell him, hey, Lord, whatever you say goes, you got to let him be the head over your life because the head is the one that's in control. The head is the one that it, it directs everything else. You got to be under complete submission from, from, the, from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Your mind, your will, your emotions, your body, Everything have to be in alignment and under the under the will of God and under his authority to be able to say, I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to do what you told me to do. I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to make sure that what you told me to do, I'm going to go out there and do it. And when we slow to obey, that's that's disobedience, because if God said do it, he not playing, but he is a God of grace. Ain't no telling how many times, you know, Saul was getting on God's nerves. Like, I done told you to do this. I done told you. Ain't no telling how many times God had to tell him something and he just didn't follow his orders like he wanted him to. Or he did part of what he wanted him to. It's, it, only God knows how many chances he gave him before he was like, I'm done. I am done. You know, because God gives us, he gives us grace. He gives us room to grow, room to correct ourselves, room for others to help us and correct us and direct us. You know, he gives us that. But it's only so many. So so it's only so much that he going to give us before he say, hey, I'm done. I'm not doing. I'm done. I'm done talking to you. I said what I said. You steady being hard headed. I'm done with you. I don't want to do this. 
I'm going to find, I got somebody. I don't even have to find nobody. I got somebody that's going to listen to me and that's going to honor me and that's going to be loyal to me. I got somebody. You thought I needed you, but I don't need you. And that's the thing. God don't need us. He don't. He chooses us, but he don't need us. You know how many children God have and he just, it's a blessing to be a chosen one. It's a blessing to have that. That mantle of, I'm supposed to be doing this. Because he could have picked anybody. But he picked you. He picked me. He could have picked anybody. So for us to take advantage of the gift of being chosen, it's not it's not something that you know we should take lightly. It's not something that we should play with. It's not something that we should take for granted. We should obey when we hear the word. I, it now... That's the thing. Not hearing the word or not hearing the the instructions versus hearing the instructions. Okay, you can't obey what you don't hear. But if you heard him say it and you still don't do it. Or you heard him say it and you just moving on your own time like I I was doing. I was moving on my own time. But now I'm not trying to be slow to obey. That's why these podcasts probably going to be coming back to back to back. You know, so please buckle up, get ready, because God has given me 30 topics to speak about already. And I'm just now, this is my second, this is literally my second topic on my podcast. So... You know what I mean? Like, I've been slow to obey, but thank God, God gives us grace to improve, to to straighten up, tighten up, get better, get right. You know what I'm saying? As a parent, your parent gives you, your parent gives you opportunities to correct yourself, to correct your action. They give you warning after warning after warning. They're going to tell you a few times. If you, if your parent, anything like, like me, I'm telling my kids a couple times, you know, I'm going to get them a couple times before I go pop, pop. And that's just being real. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you time to get it together. I'm going to, I'm going to help you understand why you need to get it together. I'm going to help you with direction on how to get it together. And I'm going to help you, you know, I'm going I'm to I'm give you instructions on, you know, you know, you ain't got, you ain't got that many chances, my love. I'm not going to tell you again. This is my last time telling you, you know, because you, you don't, t- you don't tell them on the first time, the first time you correct some in your child, you don't say, all right, this is my last time telling you, no, because it's your first time. So you give them grace. Hey, don't jump on the bed. That's one time. Hey, didn't I say don't jump on that bed? I know I just told you not to jump on that bed. Do you hear me? Why are you still jumping on the bed? All right, I'm not going to tell you no more. You know what I'm saying? Do you understand the level of, you know, the level of building up to get to that point where God had to say, hey, I'm done, bro. I am done. I'm not, I'm not dealing with no hard head, disobedient kids no more. I am done. Do you know how, how you, do you understand like the level that God had to get to in order to say I'm done? Cause I know that God didn't say, Hey Saul, you broke the rules. I'm just not going to deal with you no more. I know because God ain't do it to me. God ain't say, Hey Zanita, I told you to do that podcast last year. You didn't do it. I'm done. 
I won't give you another vision. I won't give you another word. I don't want to use you no more. It's almost a whole two years later, and I have two episodes out of 30 that I'm supposed to publish, and God's still working on me. He's still like, all right, daughter, come on. Come on, daughter. Now, now where you, where's, my, where's my word? Where's my word? Why do people can't hear you? You ain't said nothing yet. You still sitting on, you still sitting on content. You still sitting on content. You're not doing nothing with that. Why you ain't moving? Why you not? Come on. Let's go. Don't make me leave you. I'll leave you because God will. Like he left uh, Saul. God said, I, I'm, I'm, I don't even know why I even made you. Like, why did I make you? Why did I give you the title to be king of the king of Israel? You supposed to be my leader. And this, you, my, how can my leader not even follow me? You supposed to lead and everybody under you supposed to follow you because you supposed to be following me. Now, if you leading and you destructing and, and I say, let's, I, and then if God says, Hey, come on y'all, let's go. Right. But I'm leading, I'm leading. So there's God. There's me, and then there's everybody that's behind me. So if I'm going left and God is going right, that means I'm doing something wrong because I got other people looking at me and looking up to me, and I know that other people following me, so therefore I need to get myself, oh, oh, wait, y'all, go I said go right, go right. So that means everybody behind them, everybody behind him that was supposed to be following him. That that that's how God is like, you not no, 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 you're not about to corrupt nothing. I got going on. You know what I'm finna do? I'm finna go get somebody else. I'm finna go get somebody else to lead because you're not doing it. I said we're doing this, you said we're doing that. Who is God? Me or you? You know, cause God, I'm not gonna lie to you. God, every time I hear myself talking and getting on my daughter, I hear God talking and getting on me. That's how I know God is the father. Cause cause it ain't her way. Like that God talks to me like my father. I know God is a lot of things. He's cause he's great and he, he's not, you know, limitless, but he is my father. Like he is my father. Like he seriously begin on my behind. Like I begin on my kid. Like at the same time, at the if I tell my daughter, Hey, you need to lose that attitude. God will tell me, hey, you need to lose that attitude. At, like literally in the same instance, I will hear God telling me the same thing I'm telling my child. And I'm like, man, God really be getting on me when I be getting on my kids. And I'm like, Lord, I hear you. I hear you, Lord. And it's, 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 lo- it's with love, though. You know what I'm saying? It's with so much love and so much patience and so much kindness. And I'm just like, God, you don't even have to, but you do. You give me patience. You, get, you give me an opportunity to get my life together. You give me the opportunity to do what's right. And, and in this season, in this moment, in this time that I'm in, I feel like I can't waste no more time. I, I, I feel... I feel like every moment, I, I, I really truly feel like every waking moment of my life at this point, I'm supposed to be doing something productive. I'm supposed to be working towards a goal. Like, I honestly don't feel like I, I have time to do anything else. And even still, like, I still 
find myself doing other things that didn't have nothing to do with my purpose today and yesterday. Like I, I, I find myself doing stuff because I'm only human, of course. But that's the thing. God's still working with me. That's why I had to get on here. When I read that, because I, I, I was about to go to bed. I'm going to be honest. It's, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. 3.09 to be exact. And I was finna go to bed. And I was finna be like, well, I'm going to just do it tomorrow. But then I, I'm like, let me look up something. Let's, let's look into some disobedience. And, and then I came upon this scripture, this passage in the scripture. And I'm like, oh, Lord, I can't sleep without saying this. I can't go to bed without speaking this. I can't because then I, well, I'm going to be disobedient. I feel like maybe God calling me to do a sermon. It's 30 days in a month. I'm supposed to be doing a podcast topic every day or talking about something every day. or doing. I'm supposed to be doing something. I'm supposed to be activated. I asked God to birth something that he planted in me, and I know that's what he's doing. He can't birth what I won't push. I can't, like when you're having a baby, you can't birth what you won't push. If you already having having your baby and your baby is coming out the birth canal and you don't gotta have a C section, cause I know. Cause I know when I had when I had my youngest daughter three years ago, I was I was in the middle of giving birth. And it was so painful. It was so painful that I was in there crying and I was like, God, I'll never do this again. It was so painful that I had told them, can y'all just grab her? They was like, no, we can't grab her. You have to push. I was like, well, can y'all just cut her out of me, please? They was like, no, we can't cut her out of you. And because in, in, what, in, in, the, in the position that I was already in, in the position that my daughter was already in, she was already coming out. So it, was, it wasn't nothing that they can do. The only thing, the only thing that I was able to do to to get my baby out of my body was push. All I could do was push through the pain, through through the through. Oh Lord Jesus, through the pain. And I didn't have I didn't have nothing. It wasn't nothing that I can do but push. And I feel like that's the season that I'm in now. There's nothing that I can do at this point but push and birth what God has called me. It's there. It's already there. I already got it. My baby is already in the birth canal. You, the head is already crowning. You can see my child, the, the, the child that, or whatever it is that God is birthing through me. I just got to push it out. I just got to push, even though it's painful, even though it's something that, you know, it hurts and I don't really want to do it. And it's taking a lot of my energy and a lot of my time. And I'm, I got to scream sometimes. Whatever it takes, I got to get it out because that's what God is calling me to do. Birth what he put in me. And there's no way that I can do that if I'm not pushing. I have to make sure that what I'm birthing is is exactly what God wanted out of me. I, I can't lollygag anymore. Like I said, I'm 42 weeks pregnant with purpose. 43 weeks pregnant. At this point, I'm 43 weeks. I'm 50 weeks. I I don't know how many weeks I am pregnant with purpose, but I'm pregnant with purpose and I haven't pushed it out of me because I've been slow to obey. So I just want to leave you with this question because I am going to wrap it up. Um, What are you pregnant with? 
What is it that you're pregnant with? Well, how many weeks pregnant are you? Are you ready to birth what God put in you? Or are you going to sit on it and wait until it's, it's detrimental to your health? Are you going to sit on it and wait until you can't, you, you can't get it out of you? And now at this point now, because if you, when I was pushing my baby out, they told me, or when I I wasn't pushing my baby out at this time, I didn't want to push because it hurt too bad. And I was natural. I did it natural. So it was, it was tough. And I remember my nurse telling me, you have to push. If you don't push, you're going to hurt yourself and the baby. So what is it what is it that you're 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 in the middle of giving birth to but you just don't want to push out cuz it's going to take too much time. It's going to take too much energy, too much too much isolation cuz I'm isolated. I'm very much isolated. Y'all have no idea. I'm in a season being totally transparent. I am in a season right now where my children are away. My kids are gone for the summer. I'm at home all by myself in this house all alone. No noise unless I'm making the noise. No voices unless I'm talking or watching TV. No music unless I'm playing it. No laughs, no giggles unless they coming from my voice. I'm I'm the only one here, me and the Lord and my cat Fluffy, but... He outside because he don't know how to act inside. But it's just me. I don't have, at this point, I don't have an excuse of why I'm not pushing and birthing our purpose. Because I'm in a perfect position to give birth to whatever. I'm quiet. I, I don't, I can't hear nobody but God at this point. I can't hear nobody but God. But the thing is, am, am I going to create a noise? Do I am I gonna create noise just so that I can not do or not birth what I'm supposed to do? Cause I'm isolated. I gotta be disciplined. It's three o'clock in the morning. I could lay down and turned over and went to sleep on purpose. But I chose to get up and walk in purpose. I don't wanna I don't wanna sleep on my purpose. Literally. Literally, I could have went to sleep on purpose, on my purpose. But it's like, no, God is calling me. He is telling me, you need to obey me, daughter. You need to listen to me. Because I, I don't know who needs to hear this. Honestly and truthfully, I don't know who will listen. But God knows. God knows that at some point, sometime, one of my podcasts will fall on the ear that needs to hear it. And it might save somebody's life. It may save somebody's purpose and destiny and generation because of their obedience. God had to use somebody else because he couldn't use Saul because Saul wasn't listening. I don't want God to say, hey, Zanita, I'm not using you. No, ma'am. I can't use you because you don't listen. That's the last thing I want God to tell me. That's the last thing I want to hear somebody say. Well, God said that he was going to use you to bring your family back to God. But now he said he can't use you no more because you don't listen. Uh-uh. Because if not me, who he going to use? That mean 
he gonna have to, he might have to wait a whole nother generation. He might, cause he chose me out of my generation. I don't want him to have to wait till my great granddaughter come up. My great grandson come up. My daughter come up. My daughter, my oldest daughter is seven. She have a lot of maturing to do and a lot of, you know what I'm saying? She got a lot of ways to go before she reaches her full potential. You know how many years got to go by before she even fully understand? I don't want I don't want to waste no more of my time. I don't want to waste God's time and I don't want God to say, "Hey, I gave you I'm 28. I gave you 29 years. At this point, baby girl, I can't work with you. I can't do nothing with you because you don't listen. You're not listening. I told you to do something. You did what you wanted to do because you felt like you was grown enough. You was mature enough in the spirit. You felt like you was Lord over your own life. You thought you can do it your way. You thought you didn't have to follow commandment commands and listen to what I said. And No. I'm not doing that, and neither should you. If God is giving you an assignment, he God God said I get God said he gave him a mission. He said I gave you a mission, and you didn't you didn't even do it. I it, God gave you a mission, and you failed. I don't want to fail my mission, and I know I'm on assignment. Cause I wouldn't be up at three eighteen talking to you. I wouldn't be up. I'm hungry too. I'm I. I I'm I'm fasting. I'm fasting right now. Tomorrow, I'm supposed to be working out. Tomorrow, I'm going to start my workout plan. I'm going to start my journey. Like I'm getting obedient in every in every area where God is calling me to. It ain't just about, you know, doing this podcast or creating my 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 clothing brand or you know what I'm saying it's not just about that God has called me to do so many things and I literally ain't bust a move on not one this will be the first my clothing brand will be the second going to exercise will be the third it's baby steps but I'm stepping so I'm 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 doing it you know what I'm saying cuz at first it was, you know, my slow obedience was me just writing it down. Writing my thoughts down. God said this. God said that. But what's the point of taking down God's word and putting it in the book if ain't nobody going to never read it? The book is on my shelf. If ain't nobody going to never see it. If it, don't nobody ever get a chance to listen to it, what's the point? What's the point of taking the the, the, the act of faith Got to be applied. I got to write it down, make it plain, make it happen. It don't make no sense for me to get all this word and all this knowledge and read all these scriptures and, you know, listen to all these pastors and watch all these sermons and, you know what I'm saying, get around all these people and then I not act on it. I said I got 30 podcast topics in my journal. That's one journal. That's just the journal for podcast. I have a book to write in another. I have children's books to write in another. I have TV show ideas, movie ideas. I'm literally pregnant with triplets at this point. I might got six babies coming out of me at one time. 
Who knows? But I know I'm I'm not about to sit here and let I'm not about to lose not one of my children. I'm not. Especially not if 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 God said that I, I, I was able to birth these things out of me. I'm not about to lose. I'm not about to give up. I'm not about to forfeit. I'm not about to let the enemy try to play me out of nothing. He's not about to trick me and tell me, oh, I got time. Oh, I got time. Because he don't bother me. When I was when I was lazy and lollygagging and not doing nothing, he wasn't bothering me. But I know that I have an assignment on my life and you're not about to play with me. You're not about, I know it's people that that's attached to me. It's generations to come that's attached to me by my obedience I'm unlocking their obedience. They're going to be like, my great-grandma, she listened to God no matter what. That's what my great-grandchildren are going to say. That's what my daughters and my sons are going to say. That's what my family is going to say. She was a, she was a woman of God. She was, the, she was a woman after God's own heart. She loved God. She followed God. She trusted God. She moved when he said so. That's what I want my, my legacy to be. And I got to start with listening to the word, obeying. And I just, I just want y'all to understand. I want, I want y'all to understand that God is, is in control. He is the head. We, he gave us, he gave us so much opportunities and, and it's not always easy to obey. But it's not always hard either. We make our life hard because we want to do stuff our way. We sold my way or the highway generation. But you got to understand, this is not your world. You're not your master. You're not your creator. You're here for a purpose on purpose. And we either going to walk in purpose or we're going to, or are we going to, Later down, we're going to disobey and then try to sacrifice later. You don't want to have to sacrifice and go out and be like, I don't want that. I don't even want you. I'm sick of you. I don't even know why I made you. I should have never even, I'm just, I'm just done with you. You know, you don't want to push God to that point. Because just like, just because he give you grace don't mean your grace don't run out. It's not unlimited, but it's, it's a lot. But I don't believe that it's unlimited because when God is done with you, like he was done with Saul, it's over. Ain't no coming back. I don't want, I'm not, I'm not using you and I'm not changing my mind. Now, I don't want God to not, I don't want, I don't want that to be me. I don't want God to say, I'm not changing my mind. I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not finna, I'm, it's, hey, look. My love is still the same. I still love you, but I can't do nothing with you. I don't want, I don't want God to remove his candle from me. I need to be on fire for the Lord at all times. I, need, I, I want to light up. I want to I wanna start a fire so big that I, you rub past me, you on fire. Then somebody rub past you, they on fire. We're going to spread this gospel like a wild fire. They think they got wildfires. They ain't seen the fire of the Lord. And so I don't want to keep y'all for too long. Um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up, but I, 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 want, I want y'all to reflect on that. What, what, what are you pregnant with? 
What? How many months are you pregnant? What, what, what are you supposed to be birthing that you just sitting on? Just sitting on, letting, letting that purpose marinate. And it's, it's ready. It's ready. It's ready to come up out of you. But you just holding on to it. Let's, let's, be, let's be obedient and let's not be slow to obey. But let's obey immediately and let's not have to sacrifice nothing that God ain't going to want no way. Because God didn't want that burnt offering. He wanted his obedience. He wanted his, yes, sir. That's what he wanted. It's more important. It tells me that I trust you and I know that you know best. So I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave us with that thought. Please feel free to leave comments, feedback. Let me know. It's, it should be a comment, comment box. If you want to reach me, um, you can reach me on Reveal Truth Podcast with Zanita Anna. Um, I have several different platforms you can reach me on. Just, you know. Whatever you whatever you feel, you, you know, if you if this message is speaking to you and feeding your spirit, I wanna know. I do. I wanna know. I wanna know that I'm 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 doing what God says and I'm changing lives like He called me to. For his glory, not for my glory. These words are not my own. These thoughts are not my own. This is God working through me to reach his children, to bring them back to him. So Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, Lord. I thank you for this moment, Father God. I thank you for your love, for your grace, for your honor. I thank you for speaking through me, Lord. I thank you for for touching my heart for the people, Lord. I thank you for covering us, Lord. I thank you for protecting me from the enemy, Lord, and the scorch of the enemy and hiding me under under your wing and under your protection and, and, and letting the heaven's armies cast around me, Lord, and, and set up, set up, my my protection, Lord, as I speak this word and as this word goes forth to your children, Lord. I pray that as your children hear these words, Lord, I pray that they will begin to to birth things out of them. I pray that I will begin to birth things out of me as I go back and I listen to these own words and I let let them digest in my own thoughts, in my own mind, in my own spirit, Lord. I pray that you give you give me a healthy, a healthy birth. I pray that the things that you're pulling out of me go forth for your glory. I pray that whatever you're calling me to do, you allow it to pull out of me, Lord, in this time of isolation, in this time of, of, of one-on-one time that you've been asking for, for from me and for your children, that you draw out whatever it is that you want to come out of us. I pray that you allow our birth to be something that will be fruitful. I pray that you don't you, you will allow these things to come to pass to heal nations, heal children, heal families, heal parents and and the older generation, the younger generation, the newer generation, Lord. I pray that this be a fresh word for all who hear it, Lord. I pray that this be something that your children take with them and share with others. I pray that this be something that is able to to feed your children and get them Get them to a point where they're able to take this and say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to let, let this digest in me and I'm going to be obedient immediately. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to do what God told me to do 
when I hear it. If God say, hey, don't turn that light off. I, 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 want, I want your children to be obedient enough to leave that light on. Just like we are when we tell our children do or don't do something. Lord, I, I, I thank you for allowing us to have this, this encounter with you. I thank you for allowing our spirits to be fed and nourished. And, and thank you for being the bread of life, the truth and the way and the light. You are amazing. You are awesome. You are mighty. You are magnificent. And Lord, we just thank you for your love. Father God, we thank you for your son. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your help and understanding, the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding that you give. Father God, you are amazing. You are amazing. You are so awesome and so great. And I'm I'm just blessed to be your child. I'm blessed to be chosen. I'm blessed to, to even know you. I'm blessed to be here. I'm blessed for, for you giving me the voice and the courage to even get up and even say anything about anything, knowing where I've come from and knowing what I've been through and knowing what I've done. Lord, I thank you for the courage to even do what you said. I thank you because we do know that at times the crowds will tell us not to. Just like Saul listened, he was so afraid to listen to, to his own command from God. He started listening to the, to the people around him, Lord. I pray that you give us courage to turn off those around us who's trying to tell us something that goes against your word, Lord. But let us turn you up as we turn them down. Let us mute them and turn you up, Lord, so we can hear you clearly, so that way we can understand what you're saying, so that way we can apply the knowledge and, and, and the wisdom that you give us, Lord. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for your love, Lord. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy, Father God. We thank you for the blessings of life and a second chance, Lord. We thank you for your grace that you didn't have to give us, but you gave it to us because you loved us. We thank you that you give us second chances and third chances and fourth chances, Lord. And we thank you, Lord. We ask that you give us the 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 willingness and the and the want, Lord. We thank you that you you give us passion to seek you, Lord. We ask that you just increase our passion and our desire for you. We we ask that you increase our desire to want to be obedient, Lord. So that way, when we do come before you, Lord, we come before you with an obedient heart, obedient mind. And that way we don't have to be slow to obey. We don't have to worry about running out of chances, Lord, because we did it the first time anyway. We thank you that you give us chances, Lord, but we don't want to keep taking your chances for granted. We want to do what you say when you say it, because you deserve quick obedience. You deserve quick obedience, Lord. You deserve, you say, sit down. I'm going to sit where and when you tell me to. You say, don't, I won't. Not when I feel like I shouldn't, but when you tell me not to the first time. Give us an obedient heart, Lord. Give us self-control. Increase our self-control, Lord. Increase our, our willingness to obey the word of God. Increase our willingness to say, I'm going to worship my king. I'm going to follow him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to praise him in advance. I'm going to honor him in advance. I'm going to honor him before others, even when they don't understand why I'm doing this. 
We're going to honor him with our yes. We're going to honor him with our obedience. We're going to honor him with our lifestyle that we live that's pleasing to you. We're going to seek you first before we seek approval from man or approval from woman or approval from whoever. We're not going to fall for the tricks and the traps and the enemies, Lord, but we're going to obey you because you deserve it. Because you're worthy, Lord. And we thank you, Father God. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. And I'm just thankful, Lord. Thank you for the revival. Thank you for the renewing of the spirit and the strength and the the willingness to even be able to speak and pray and go before you to the throne, Lord. I thank you for your love, Father God. Lord Jesus, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your love and for your grace, for your mercy. Thank you for the patience. Thank you, Father Jesus. I'm so grateful. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. Who, Lord Jesus, you are worthy. I honor you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. We're just being me and you in this room, Lord, and those who will hear this whenever they hear it, Lord. I pray that you, you, you rest on them, Lord. Holy Spirit, rest on your children. Holy Spirit, touch them in their hearts, Lord. Touch them in their spirit, Lord. Revive them. Renew us. Restore us, Lord. Give us something that we never had before. Give us a new passion for you, a new desire, a new love for you. Make it like the first time we fell in love with you, the first time we found you, the first time we saw that you were real, Lord. Give us that old thing back. Give us that first love for you, Father God, so that way we we will want to, we will be willing, we will give it up because, not because we have to, but because we choose to, because we choose you, because we love you, because you loved us first. Lord, thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Who Jesus. Who Lord, Holy Spirit, you are near. I thank you, God. I thank you for your presence. I thank you for coming to sit. Oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. You are great. You are mighty. Oh, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You are worthy to be praised. Jesus. Yes, God. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus, you are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy of obedience. Who forgive us for not obeying when we should, Lord. Forgive us for not obeying. Forgive us for our sins. Forgive us for our thoughts and deeds and actions that didn't align with your purpose and your will for our life. That didn't align with your with your honor, Lord. Forgive us and renew us, restore us, make us new. Hit the reset button, Lord, and give us a new slate, a new chance, Lord. Who, Lord, we thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Who, Lord, Jesus. Holy Spirit. Yes, God. Jesus, God, you are worthy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Who, God, man, y'all, God really just in here with me, Lord. Who, you can stay in prayer. You can, you, my, I love you guys. This is Anita Anna with Reveal Truth Podcast. May the Lord grace you. And, and and let his presence fall on you. Let his presence fall on you like a fresh wind, Lord. I don't even know how to dismiss this one, but Lord, we're going to holler back. I, I love y'all and I thank y'all for tuning in. And God is here. This, the kingdom of the Lord is at hand. 
and you just you just you listen to his word and follow his word and his direction and he won't steer you wrong. I'm your host, Zanita Anna, and I love you and I thank you so much for being a part of this podcast and this podcast ministry God is doing. I pray that you were blessed. I pray that you find the Lord and and, and until next time, y'all be blessed.